Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to talk about my PMPA's Punk Positivity podcast. Thanks, Miles. So is that deliberately worded to get our listeners thinking about the PP loans again, Punk Positivity podcast? Who, me? You think I would do something? (laughs) Yes, I know you. Yes, I think you would. Well, hey, you caught me. The juxtaposition of the Punk Positivity podcast, PPP, and the Payroll Protection Program, PPP, well, last night in Washington, my middle name is Deadlock, D.C., the Senate unanimously extended the PPP Payroll Protection Program until August 8. It was approved unanimously, both parties involved, and it gives the SBA the authority to continue approving Paycheck Protection Program loans. There was about $130 billion, billion with a B, left in funds that had still not been distributed. And those are loans for our small businesses, like our shops, right? Yes. But if the proceeds are spent on payroll and certain operating expenses, these loans actually turn into grants. Well, that's a great reason to channel the PPP moniker into today's podcast. What else is making you PMPA's positive punk today? Just this morning, the ISM PMI. Okay, explain the alphabet soup for our listeners, please. The Institute for Supply Management is the ISM. Basically, they're all the purchasing managers, purchasing agents in the economy. Each month, they report their PMI, or Purchasing Managers Index. They report it on the first day of the following month for the preceding month. And at 10.33 this morning, I had the June ISM PMI at 52.6, up 9.5% over May the prior month. Woohoo! That's great news. Wait a minute. I thought the economy was bad. The index hasn't been this high, Carly, since April of 2019. This indicator shows we have turned a corner in manufacturing. Think about what your April 2019 was like. Well, we didn't have the COVID-19 issues or the layoffs. Okay, that was positive news. What else is making you punk positive today? The economy is making me positive. How about this? New orders for durable goods jumped 15.8% in May, beginning the process of rebounding after they dropped 16.7% in March and followed up in April with another 18.1% drop. This recovery of 15.8% to the good absolutely supports the June ISM PMI we just talked about, which means the new orders for durable goods in June really ought to be gangbusters. That means it's almost halfway back, right? Almost earned back the drop in durable goods orders we experienced in March. Approximately. Here's what it sounds like when the U.S. Census tells us. New orders for manufactured durable goods in May increased 26 
$1.6 billion, or 15.8%, to $194.4 billion. This increase, up following two consecutive monthly decreases, followed an 18.1% decrease in April. Excluding transportation, new orders increased 4%. Excluding defense, new orders increased 15.5%. Transportation equipment, also up following two consecutive monthly decreases, led the increase $20.9 billion, or 80.7% to $46.9 billion. Wait a minute. Say that last line again. Transportation equipment, specifically light vehicles, is our PMPA membership's most heavily served market, right? That's exactly right, Carly. Our most heavily served market is light vehicles. Here's what that last line said. Transportation equipment, also up following two consecutive monthly decreases, led the increase. $20.9 billion dollars or 80.7% up to $46.9 billion. Wow. Okay, are you done with manufacturing, or is there more good news before we get to consumers? We have more good news for manufacturing. As you know, I compiled PMPA's business trends report each month, and we completed the report for May yesterday, and our member shop sales index was up 2.4% over April. 2.4% doesn't seem like a lot. Hmm. What are you getting on your savings account at the bank? All right. Gotcha, gotcha. The real positive, still channeling my punk positivity vibe, is that all of our forward-looking sentiment indicators for the next three months that we also compile in this report had pivoted in a positive direction. And those reports were compiled from 83 of our PMPA member shops. Only 17% of our shops reported scheduling less than 40 hours. So that means more people employed at full-time wages now and going forward? Compared to April, that is true. So now let's look at manufacturing wages as an introduction to getting to the consumers. Manufacturing wages and salaries rose from $796.5 billion in April to $830.1 billion in May. That's good news. It's a 4.2% jump in the monies in the hands and the pockets of our workers. That is good news. All right, now, I know you're Mr. Positivity today, but is it all good news or is there bad news? Well, there is a downside. Last May, they were at $909.5 billion. Just a year ago, that's a drop of about 8.7%. The positive take on this is as more business comes back, we expect to see continued improvement. Okay, so now can we talk about consumers? You always say it's about consumers. Automotive light vehicles is our single largest market served. Who buys automotive light vehicles? Consumers. Housing starts is another market heavily served. Who's buying houses? Consumers. Okay, okay, you made your point. Actually, I didn't make my point. 
Here are two more positive consumer points to ponder. Seriously, more P words? Here's my first consumer positive. Consumer confidence rose for the second straight month, according to the University of Michigan and Reuters poll. But sentiment still remains quite low, far lower than it was before the outbreak caused the governors all across the country to shut down most of the economic activity. Lower than before the COVID-19 outbreak caused governors across the country to shut most economic activity down. Consumers remain uncertain, and who can blame them? When consumers, or if you're a punk pessimist, it would be if consumers regain some confidence, we believe demand for manufactured goods will increase substantially. There is an awful lot of cash sloshing around thanks to the government actions as well as what's going on at the Federal Reserve. Well, that goes positively with the, what we just talked about with the manufacturing wages and the cash on hand. Here's my second positive. After plummeting by a record 12.6% in April, personal consumption expenditures jumped 8.2% in May. Americans are starting to emerge from their homes, and Americans are starting to increase their spending. 8.2%? That's exciting. It is, and guess what? It's reinforced by the savings rate. The savings rate had soared to an all-time high of 32.2% in April. It declined to a still-elevated 23.2% in May. <laughs> These are extremely high rates. The consumers aren't spending wildly yet, but the saving rate tells us they have a lot more cash when they finally decide to spend. Thanks to the PPP and all the federal assistance for the unemployed. And we're right back to the PPP again. We are, and we probably ought to stop here, but there are two other things that no one is thinking about that are potentially positive for our consumers. <laughs> you and these peas. Okay, and those are? Ability to tap into retirement accounts without penalty due to COVID-19. That is one. You aren't recommending that anyone do that here, are you? No, not at all. But the fact is that according to an announcement from the IRS on June 19th, the IRS issued a notice 2020-50 to help retirement plan participants that are affected by the COVID-19 coronavirus take advantage of CARES Act provisions, giving them enhanced access to their retirement accounts. The CARES Act provides that qualified individuals may treat as coronavirus-related distributions up to $100,000. This is not subject to the 10% additional tax that would otherwise generally apply to distributions that an individual would make before they reach the age of 59 and a half. That could be a substantial source of last resort funds for distressed people, that's for certain. Last resort funds, for sure. We had actually talked about that before the PPP loans when we were developing our priorities for our lobbyists to take to Washington on our behalf. But there's more. Do you remember our April Business Trends Report? 
I shared a couple of facts about homeowners and homeowners equity that I learned from an online seminar that I had attended a few weeks ago. Yeah, I think I remember you talking about that. In fourth quarter of 2019, there were almost twice as many owner-occupied households than renters. 80.6 million homeowner occupied compared to 43.4 renter occupied homes. At that time, only 2% of those owner occupied homes had negative equity. That is a huge plus. I'm not sure where we are today, but yes, it seemed positive to me when I heard it. Here's the kicker. Guess how many of those owner-occupied homes had no mortgage debt, unencumbered? I have no idea. 34% of owner-occupied homes in the fourth quarter of 2019 had no mortgage debt. Wow. I mean, just wow. Exactly. The balance had positive equity in their home, and the average loan to equity value was 53%. Average equity, $177,000. Well, how about since this is the PPP Punk Positivity Podcast, we end on that positive note. That's a wrap. That wraps up today's discussion about PMPA's Punk Positivity Podcast. Despite the news, there are many positive things affecting our manufacturing businesses as we go forward. Thank you for joining us. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org. Yes, thank you for joining us. And Miles, you just had to say PMPA's Punk Positivity Podcast, didn't you? Woo! Please rate and review our podcast. And if you want to make your life a little easier, you can subscribe to our podcast so you never miss one. Speaking of making your life easier, hey, where's the peas in this sentence? If you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see all we have to offer. And why is a PMPA membership so important, Carly? Because we're we are better, better together. together. Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles. <laughs>